Hello everyone, this is your host Ramakrishna from Usha Investment Group LLC. Welcome back to Multifamily AP360, the show where we discuss 360 degrees views on mindset, passive and active multifamily investing. For those who are looking for tips, strategies, best and challenging experiences. Also, I request you to share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Today's our guest is Chris Salerno from QC Capital. Welcome back, Chris. You came episode 12 and 176. Welcome back. Always great chatting with you. Yes, very much so. Very excited to be back and uh, add some value to your listeners. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. And a little bit about Chris. Chris is an entrepreneur and investment manager with a history of success in building and rebuilding profitable businesses. In 2019, uh, Mr. Salerno founded QC Capital and has since acquired over 150 million in commercial real estate assets across the United States. As CEO, Mr. Salerno oversees all business operations and is responsible for the firm's overall direction and strategy. So, with that, Chris, how do you see, like, you know, a recent market, you know, market space, multifamily or commercial real estate space? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, you know, right now uh, we're in unprecedented times. There's a lot going on and in a lot of different ways uh, that uh, people are looking at things. Um, yeah, I, I've said this plenty of times. If anyone follows me on social media as well, they'll hear me say this, uh, is that multifamily is still my go-to type of asset class to invest in economies of scale. I came from the single family space. Uh, anytime interest rates rise, uh, people are going to flock to rent. Uh, any the any type of interest rate rise in the single family market, they're going to rent. Uh, and we're seeing that right now. A lot of uh, residential agents here in Charlotte, I no longer sell residential real estate, but I still talk to them. And they tell me that a majority of their clients have stopped purchasing because they've been bought at, or it's, it's very difficult to. Um, and, and they're priced out. They're not getting pre-qualified for the type of house they want at the price point, And they're all going to rent. So we're seeing that across the board. Um, and with that being said, that's going to draw our occupancy up substantially, uh, which most properties are going to hit 100% occupied. And with that, with that being said, then you are able to increase rents um, to see where the market's going. So I think it's, it's definitely going back uh, to the supply and demand matrix uh, that we, we are currently in of uh, the market uh, of uh, multifamily and single family where the supply uh, is still very short in the multifamily sector and the demand is out of the roof. Uh, there we are, we just got a deal under, um, under construction um, here in Charlotte. We're doing a ground up development. We got some land under construction and a deal we're also pursuing. And we pulled up in the radius of a one mile radius of uh, another deal, um, the new development that's coming on. And there's like over 13,000 units being proposed. Uh, that are currently in the construction phase, which is outrageous. Uh, and, and Charlotte still needs more multifamily for growth. And we're seeing that across the board in the whole Southeast. Yeah, got it. And uh, you covered a couple of points, single family prices, and you know that will you know increase um, multifamily occupancy and rents and also supply demand issues. So how do you see like inflation and also interest rates impacting multifamily? 
Yeah, I think uh, let's talk about interest rates. I think interest rates, uh, you know, have definitely impacted. We're seeing that and hearing it now. A lot of a lot of groups are retrading their properties uh, by millions due to the interest rate uh, hike. Um, and then when it comes to inflation, inflation is definitely pushing uh, the rents up. And and the lovely thing about multifamily is that the property's value is based off of the income. It's not like a single family residential property where it's based off of your neighbors. Your property's value in multifamily is based off of the income it's generating. So if it's generating, you know, 10 or 12% more than it, uh, per year than it did due to inflation, that means your property value is going to go up. Um, yet we're also seeing the uh, interest rates go up. So they're both going up. Um, and so it's very unique times to, you know, see how it all plays out. We're with the deals that we're going back and, and we've just had a, um, a broker come back to us and say, hey, we can give you this deal if you hit this X amount. And uh, and we went back to him and we're like, look, we're, we're four million below that number due to the market right now. We still want the deal, but it's going to have to be four million below that number. Uh, we're not going to be able to lock it in for that. And, uh, and they're all on, you know, they're, they're seeing it too. They're seeing groups coming in and, and offering 10 to 15% below asking or below guidance uh, due to uh, where the market currently sits. So it's uh, very important to keep an eye on it. If you are an investor, uh, an active, you know, operator like us, it's very, very important to keep an eye on it. My managing partner who underwrites all of our deals, he looks at the forward curve uh, every, probably four times a day because he's always underwriting deals uh, anywhere from two to four times a day. He's always looking at it to make sure that we're staying on top of it, um, that uh, we have, uh, you know, a good, a, a great amount of reserves built into these properties uh, to ensure any type of, uh, you know, uh, interest rate spike and, and uh, anything that can negatively impact the property that we are well aware of it before diving into it. Got it. So what kind of reserves you're holding now? Like six months or 12 months reserves? Oh, yeah. So for the for the reserves, we're, we're doing six months. Uh, in some cases, we'll do eight. Uh, and we're also we also build in a, a working capital reserve account as well. Um, you'll, you're seeing a lot of groups do that too. Um, but we do that because one thing I've learned uh, with building businesses and selling them is you can never be overcapitalized. Um, so you can never have enough cash in the bank uh, for a rainy day. Um, and with the volatility right now in the market, it's very important to have that cash in the bank uh, for that rainy day. Uh, so you can weather those type of storms out. Yeah, absolutely. And other thing is like, you know, rents are keep on increasing last multiple years. And with the inflation also it's impacting like rent increases. So this another factor comes into pictures uh, from tenants point of affordability. So how do you see that? How exactly that is impacting? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great question. Of affordability. Um, I think uh, you know it's um, uh, it's 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 wild what rents are going up, and I'm seeing it across the board. Uh, our individual who we just hired for investor relations associate, um, uh, he lives in an apartment, and he said to us, he said uh, they're upping our rent a thousand dollars. And I said, are you serious? And he says, yes, they are increasing his rent one thousand dollars for his renewal. And I was like, are you going to move? He says, no, it doesn't make sense to move. It doesn't make sense to pick up everything and go ahead and, and move. Um, and so when it comes to that, we're seeing it across the board in all cities and, and, and people are paying it. Uh, we're, with the property we just closed, it was a 506C in San Antonio. We're, we're getting anywhere from 475 to 625 organically just by painting it and putting new carpet in. Um, and, and we have a waiting list for the property. And so, you know, how, how long can that last? 
you know, I wish I had the crystal ball to say, uh, but I, I, I don't on how long that can last. I think uh, it will level out at some point. Um, but, you know, it goes back to the, the supply and demand. You know, the, the supply is low. Demand's extremely high. Uh, we have an all time, uh, you know, there's a ton of jobs out there and people are getting paid more money. If you're, if you're seeing, and I know here in Charlotte, we're seeing McDonald's, um, uh, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks paying 12 to $18 per hour. That's a lot of money to flip some burgers and, and to you know, pour some Cokes. Um, that's a lot of money. And so with those wages, same with Target and Walmart, they're paying very large, um, very large price, uh, price per hour for these employees. And I, I said this a while back, five, six years ago, that when you pay that much, um, everything else in the price is going to go up. I mean, it's, it's just basic economic uh, you know, math is that when you're paying people $15 an hour, you still can't sell a $1 burger. Your burger is now going to have to be $2.25 um, and you're going to have less employees. Um, so, you know, with the price of all the goods going up, uh, you are seeing people getting paid more and you're seeing there's more jobs out there. Uh, how long can that last? Who knows? I do feel that, the, you know, we, it was pumped with a lot of money, a lot of spending from the government. And we're still seeing that today. Um, and, you know, when it comes to uh, the threshold, we're, we're going to have to test it and find out. The lovely thing about investing in multifamily is the economies of scale. You don't have one single family unit, which I, I used to. I had one single family unit and that's it. With this, you have economies of scale and it's across the board. So, you know, I think it's very important uh, to keep that in mind and, and to invest capital into multifamily because of that economies of scale. Awesome. And I think that covers, you know, that's very solid point. Like since like salaries also increasing, that's how uh, they can mitigate, you know, risk of, you know, uh, renting stuff. Yeah, great point. And how do you see like uh, commercial real estate or multifamily space in next 12 to 18 months, Chris? Um, I, I still think it's going to be a very strong asset class. Um, you know, I am hearing across the board that things have died down um, when it comes to the multifamily space uh, with offers and things like that. Things have died down. Um, so, you know, I still think it's going to be competitive. We're placing anywhere from two to four million hard day one. Uh, to get deals. And, and that's what you have to do. And we're losing out to groups that already have the capital right there to buy the deal, uh, which is very difficult right now. So I, th I still think it, it's going to be extremely strong. Look at the past five decades. It has been strong across the board. So got it. And how you are planning next to, you know, next to maybe 12 to 18 months from, you know, acquisition point of view or, you know, scaling point of view. Yeah, so we are, are, are pushing extremely hard. Uh, our goal this year is to acquire four more deals. Uh, and I know we're already in the middle of Q2, so I'm pushing the team very hard to acquire four more deals. We're also selling a deal to acquire another deal um, and, and we'll achieve it. I'm very excited for our growth as a company. Um, by the end of the next year, I would love to see us at 1 billion uh, AUM. And in our investor base, and, and or I, call, I call our investors investing partners because we're partners and we seek long-term partnership with them. Um, and so our investing partner base have grown substantially this year. And it's just keep growing, uh, you know, ever since we also brought on our investor relations associate, it is growing substantially. Um, so I definitely would love to see our investor base uh, hit around the two to 3,000 mark. Uh, which we're almost there. Um, and, and we're very excited about that this year. Got it. So so your business is growing. So how exactly you're managing that, you know? So you, uh, are you building your team also, your team? Uh, are you hiring new team members? How exactly you're managing that? 
Yeah, so we are um, so we are building. Uh, the team is growing substantially. Uh, we're hiring uh, nonstop. It feels like, um, and and it's a fine balance. You know, you don't want to have too many employees and too much on payroll. You know, it's a fine balance. So um, you know, we're growing as we acquire properties and and as we need assistance uh, to grow. We're already grown out of our office space right now at the moment uh, and looking to move to another office space. And um, what we're actually doing is looking to buy an office. Uh, uh, buy an office building here in Charlotte, uh, in the South Charlotte area, which it's a prominent growth area, and go ahead and place our office in there and then rent it out and and lease it out to the other uh, uh, tenants. Um, And so, you know, we're very excited about that growth. We're very excited to bring on more talent to better assist our investing partners um, and and, and grow the company to, uh, to reach all of our goals within the company. Got it. So what markets you're targeting right now, Chris? The whole Southeast. I know a lot of people say that, but it's the whole Southeast, the Carolinas, uh, Nashville, Atlanta, uh, the major markets in Florida and in Texas. Uh, By the end of this year, I would like to see us in uh, Salt Lake City, uh, Denver uh, and Phoenix markets. Um, But we're all in the Southeast right now. Got it. Uh, Would you share like any books that impacted your life in the last maybe few years? I love that. Um, I, yes. And I'm glad you said a few books because I always have a handful of books, um, a few books that have impacted my life tremendously. I always will say think and grow rich. Love that book uh, has impacted my life tremendously. I listen to it two to three times a year. Um, it's a, it's a book I highly recommend. Uh, there's a couple books I also uh, recommend is the upside of stress. It's a phenomenal book, talks about why stress is actually good for you um, and why you should have a certain type of stress in your life and how you cope with it and and have your mind overcome certain type of stress levels. And then the book I am just now listening to is called Living a Life of Awareness. A good friend of mine uh, presented it to me and it's a phenomenal book. I highly recommend it. Uh, And those books are not about real estate investing. Those books about mindset, cultivating your mindset for success, uh, because when you're in real estate, Uh, when you're in any type of business, it's all about the mindset and building that mindset strong so you can grow a very large company or hit your goals, depending on what you want to do. Yep. So so you want to share any challenging experiences with your recent deal, San Antonio, 92 units? Um, I wish there was, knock on wood. Um, there have been no challenging experience with that deal. Uh, it's been one of the smoothest deals I've uh, ever acquired. Our property management team has been spot on with it. Um, I would say the, uh, I would say one, it's not challenging, but one curveball we got thrown with is, uh, uh, managing the HOA. Cause that particular asset has an HOA component to it. So I would say managing that HOA was uh, a little curveball that we received. Um, but other than that, it has been a phenomenal deal, uh, producing extremely well. We're very pleased on it, um, so far and, uh, let's knock on wood that it keeps going the way it is. Cool. And would you also share any good experiences or best experiences? Yeah, uh, good and best experiences is, you know, um, when it when it comes to deals, one thing that we strive for as a company is being very transparent. And I think our investing partners love that. Uh, we've met with I've met with some very large uh, individuals uh, this week and last week. And I was and I told them, you know, one one individual manages almost a billion dollars um, of uh, of capital, and and we're and he's looking to diversify and, and place some of that capital in a multifamily. And so we were discussing it, 
And, and, and I told him flat out that, you know, if our interests don't align, take your money somewhere else. And, and they, and so we're very transparent. And I think that uh, has helped amongst all of our investing partners with building that trust is that whether if it's good or bad news, you're going to hear it from us. Um, and, and we, we like to operate that way. And, and our investing partners uh, really uh, uh, condole us uh, for that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. How can listeners can connect with you, Chris? Yeah, great way. Uh, go to our website, qccapitalgroup.com. On the top right, you'll see where it says investing partners. Go ahead and click that. You fill out your information. One of our team members uh, from the investor relations side will be in touch with you to set up a one-on-one call to see if we are a good fit for a partnership. Uh, and if we are, we would love to add you to our list and, and send you some most recent deals that we are working on. Awesome. And thank you very much, Chris. Thank you for sharing your perspective on current market trends. You're welcome. Yeah, very excited. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Multifamily AP360. Check out the show notes and grab the freebie on our website, ushacapital.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Follow me on my social media. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.